Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Flow Podcast. I wasn't expecting to record a new episode of the Flow Podcast quite so quickly, but I heard an amazing testimony yesterday that I really wanted to share with you. So this is Emma's story, who is on one of our Eden teams, and she became a Christian a little while ago, and we recorded her testimony about six months ago. So I wanted to share that with you first, and then an update from her as well. So this is her story. So I was a heroin addict for the best part of 10 years. Um, my life was in a really bad place, it was in a lot of darkness. I got pregnant with my daughter um, and I was in a violent relationship, a drug-based relationship. He got sent to jail. And I ended up sort of just randomly turning up outside this church and I don't really know why, but I felt very drawn to come in here. I was very nervous because I was very like ashamed of my addiction and I was worried about people judging me. Anyway, I didn't come in um, and I just left it. I ended up by the council being put in um, a shared house and one of them girls on a Wednesday night said to me, look, I'm going to this drop-in down at St Peter's Church and I was like, wow, that's, that's that church I've been hanging around outside. And I ended up going the next week, I came in, I walked in the doors and I instantly knew, it was such a mad thing, I knew the minute I walked in here, this is where I was meant to be and these are the people that are going to help me and they were just the loveliest people. I didn't, I didn't really believe it. It's not like I walked into church and I started believing in God. It was definitely something that was a process. But I started realising I was changing as a person. A lot of anger and stuff that I'd been dealing with over past issues that I dealt with every day for many years, which is the main reason why I was using drugs in the first place, was to block all that out. It had gone. It just... I wasn't feeling it anymore, which, you know, for me was a real moment in my life because, you know, I know that God got rid of all that for me. And throughout my pregnancy, I had social services involved. Five days before I was due to give birth to Ava, I found out that they were going to be taking her once I'd given birth to her, which they did. Um, I had her on the Monday. They came the following Tuesday to get her and I was broken. It was like grieving for a child, it was just horrible and I couldn't stop crying, I was like crying from the belly and, and I, I lay there, you know, in this real emotional state and I looked up and I said, God, if you really are working in my life, you need to help me because I'm scared. I remember feeling really calm, just completely calm. All that emotion and all that pain I was feeling drained out of my body from my head to my toe, it just went. I just had this overwhelming need to find out who Jesus was and throw myself into the Bible. You know, I just felt so different. My outlook and everything had changed. I knew I was going to get Ava back, which I did. Ava came back a couple of months later. I was desperate for housing. I was trying to get out of this, this house that I was still living in, this shared house. Kate, our warden here, I became really close to. She had bought a property on the same road as church, just a little bit further up. And she took me there one day and she was like, you know, do you, do you want to rent this off me? Do you want this house? And I was just like that, wow. That, you know, if that's what God put in people in your life, I really don't know what is. So Ava come home, I moved into the property up the road. Then Gav and Jem approached me and asked me about joining Eden, which is something I'd never really thought about. 
But then my family, my mum contacted me and she's back involved, so she helps out when I do Eve and stuff. And, you know, yet again, that's a God moment, you know. And yeah, life is, life is good. God is good, life is good, yeah. So as I said, we recorded that about six months ago, uh, but a few days ago, um, Emma shared on Facebook an update on how she's doing, and uh, we asked her permission if it was okay for us to share this with you, and she was very happy that we did that. So this is Emma's testimony. Hi guys, um, I just wanted to share something with you, um, something positive. I know there's lots of negativity sort of going around with this coronavirus at the moment. So I wanted to share with you a little bit of testimony of something that's happened to me in this past week. Um, it just shows to me, you know, beyond all the coronavirus stuff that Jesus is still healing and he's still working miracles. He definitely has me this past week, so I'm going to share that with you. Um, so I walked into St Peter's in 2017, I was addicted to heroin, had been for about 10 years. Um, I was, I'd just come out of a uh, relationship, domestic violence relationship, and um, without going too much into like that full testimony, um, Jesus healed me of my addiction and um, he also healed a lot of pain. I was a very angry person. Um, that that just all went. I became very calm and um, healed me of a lot of physical, like emotional pain that I'd, I'd been going through over the years. Um, but because um, of me being on the heroin, that you know, when when you're coming off heroin, there's like a few options that you have. So you can either go to rehab, um, like a normal rehab or there was Batel, which is a Christian rehab, um, or you can do it out in the community. Well, at, at that point, because of my daughter, um, I couldn't go to either the rehab, so I had to um, do it in the community, which meant that I was put on some medication that they give you to come off heroin. So I was on Subutex. So over time, I've reduced down to um, the smallest amount that you can get. Um, now, it's something that's for quite some time has definitely been weighing heavy on me you know I want to I I feel free but I don't feel completely free if that makes sense like um I've been clean of like illegal drugs for two and a half years I still feel like I'm you know putting something in my body that I shouldn't be so it's definitely something that's bothered me for a while so I'd actually planned um a couple of months back um with Kate Gray who's our warden our lovely warden um to, so we would have been going to Spring Harvest this Monday coming. Um, so when I come back from there, so it's going to go and have a nice week worshiping Jesus and just you know getting all my strength together and then come back and come off these tablets because um, the you know you have withdrawals off the tablets basically. And you know I'm a single mum. I've got my daughter to look after. So um, for me it's been you know a, a battle trying to find that strength to do it. Anyway, so um, obviously in light of everything that's going on, Spring Harvest has been cancelled, so my plan to sort of come off these tablets has been halted a little bit. Um, that that just kind of, yeah, really upset me because I was, you know, really ready to be free of it all. And So anyway, last Monday, um, I'd had a headache all day um, and I'd actually completely forgotten to take my tablets, um, which was weird because it's, you know, like you have a tablet every morning and, and you know, that's just like how it was but um 
you know, I got to the evening and I was like, oh, well, I haven't had my tablet. So I, you know, went down, got the box. And I just had this overwhelming, like, urge to put the box in the bin. You don't need them. And, like, you know, like, my brain's trying to battle that, that feeling I had because I'm like, I can't, I can't. I can't throw them away. I'm going to go into withdrawal. I'm in lockdown with my daughter. I can't leave the house. I, I can't do a withdrawal with my, you know, locked in the house with my daughter. But it was such a powerful feeling and I knew that was God talking to me. So, um, yeah, I listened and I put the box in the bin and that was it. So last week I definitely struggled. Um, I did go into some withdrawals. They weren't as bad as what I was expecting them to be um but you know i had a few people i didn't really tell anyone um that i'd done it i know kate knew and kate was praying with me day and night but um i was praying with god um as much as i possibly could it's mainly like the sleep and fatigue um that was hard to deal with um I had a bit of a breakdown on thursday sort of crying because you know i'm trying to like be mum and look after my house and keep ava entertained and it, it all got a bit too much and, and I think at that point um, like the enemy was trying to get into my head as well because I was having like all these thoughts about using again which I haven't done in years um, but luckily I've got Kate to I call her my Christian mother because that to me is what she is but um, and spoke to her about how I was feeling and you know I think for me that was the enemy like because the opiates were coming out of my body the enemy was trying to get in my head and be like you know I'm you know you're not going anywhere um and I remember praying that day as well and it was a nice day anyway but like the light shone through the window and um I knew that was Jesus Jesus's light shined that enemy you know in Jesus name was gone and I prayed that I prayed that you know in the in the, in Jesus name for the enemy to flee and he did which was amazing um but I just want to get to um like early Friday morning Saturday morning so I hadn't really been sleeping I'd probably had a few hours sleep in a, in a couple of days and um I was at breaking point that's for sure and I was laying in bed um I'd kind of sort of slept but not slept if that makes sense and I got up and I got on my knees, I think it was like half three in the morning, and I just prayed and I was emotional and I was crying and I was calling out to God because I felt so alone last week and it was like, why, why have you, you know, you've given me that, given me that strength to, to throw these tablets away and do this, and where are you? And I feel lost, like, where are you? So I was praying and I felt like this presence all around me. Um, and yeah, was really emotional and I very clearly heard God say these words to me. So I've written them down, so I'm gonna read them to you. Um, he said to me, my child, you are not alone. I am with you even when you feel that I am not. I was holding your hand today while you were crying and I held you as you tried to go to sleep. I am your strength and I will not fail you. My plans for you are bigger than anything that you could possibly imagine. You are my child and I love you. Now, like that for me, like it, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like it is, it. I couldn't get back to sleep. Like I got up, I was crying, I was emotional. I felt like I've had like this awakening in my soul. I don't. Yeah, it's just it's mind-boggling to even try and put it into words. Like and, I, yeah, it's just amazing. It's like praise Jesus, thank you, hallelujah. I've finally have got that freedom that I've been seeking for. And, you know, me being um, being a little bit stubborn sometimes, you know, I, I've realised the lesson as well, is that I've never, 
all I needed to do was put my strength and my hope in, in God and God alone last week. Um, and always, actually, you know, I'm quite quite independent and, um, yeah, I kind of try and sort things out myself sometimes using my own head. And I find those times where I'm not praying and I'm not leaning on God's word and, and uh, you know, uh, the times that I struggle the most. There's that um, saying, there's in verse Proverbs, uh, where is it, where is it, where is it? Uh, verse 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. I completely understand that now. And I've learned that, you know, to never, ever trust in myself and think that I can deal with things myself and always put my trust in God, you know, and that's, you know, that's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Um, so I just want to thank Jesus, you know, for once again stepping in and getting me through such a tough time. And uh, can I just say as well, you know, since Saturday, since I woke up Saturday morning, I rung Kate at like, I think it was half past seven in the morning. So elated, like, because I just feel all this love. I just feel so happy and free and just... Yeah, I've never felt as connected to Jesus as I do right now, and I have done the past few days. And I've slept every night, I've had no withdrawals at all, which, I mean, thank you, Jesus, just amazing, it's so amazing. Um, before I go, I just want to, I know, like, this is circling everywhere at the moment, Psalm 91, but I'm just going to read it for you um, before um, I sign off. Somebody actually um, prayed this over me a couple of months back. Um, there was a, um, Petros, Luke and Peggy were playing for me and Luke said, um, Psalm 91, because I was actually dealing with a bit of depression in that at the time. So I've kind of like clung on to this anyway, but it's kind of ironic how now it's just everywhere. This is such an important Psalm, so I'm gonna read it anyway. So my refuge and my fortress. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, hallelujah. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. And you will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place. Hallelujah. The Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you, nor plague come near your tent, for he, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him, I will protect him, because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble, I will rescue him and honour him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen, guys. Stay blessed. So I hope that brings you some real encouragement in these troubling times that we're currently living through. 
As always, please stay connected with the message. We've got loads of great stories going up online all the time about all the amazing things that God's doing. So if you head over to our website, message.org.uk, or head over to our Facebook page or our YouTube channel, just put in Message Trust and you'll be able to find us there. We hope you all have an incredible Easter. God bless.